bi-monthly broadcast, yeah. Harlem's very own. Featuring, as always, your three magnanimous co-hosts. Speaking Hello. first, it's Justin K. Winley, a.k.a. Delroy Thindo, a.k.a. Dr. Debonair, a.k.a. the MC Maestro, joined by my boy. Yo, what's up? It's the Demon of the Easter Province, a.k.a. Jordan Smith's American Boy, a.k.a. the Deep Sea Cervix Diver. <laughs> what's up? It's Sit Bad Stefanucci, baby. That's a good one. I like that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and our third mic, of course. <clears throat> Hello, beautiful people. How are you doing? Uh, how y'all doing? What's going on? It's your boy, Mark K. Simmons, a.k.a. the Soul Glow Soul Snatcher. Mm-hmm. And... I'm going to just keep that for today. Yeah, that's a nice one. Man. I got the hair out today. Yeah, you know, well, the oil is shined up on that motherfucker. Look and at it's that washed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up, Simba? Who you are. You guys don't see this man just like laid his hand on my forehead. Like he was about to bless me with the blood. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but. What's uh, going on, people? I'm with my fellow blacks, and um, we're getting the cracking right now, okay? <laughs> we are gathered here today um, to discuss uh, the last bit of news from November and plenty to talk mm-hmm. about indeed. So we'll just dive right into it with our favorite opening section. Go ahead. Stop mm. this nigga. Yeah. That never gets old. Thank you very much. Um, Jude, give us the rundown on the latest fool in, in the news circuit, because you brought this to our attention. I, I did, I did. So, the notorious, weird-looking, tattooed, bald alien that sound like a fucking weirdo, <laughs> yeah. Joe Rogan, has spewed out on his podcast that he is so flexible mm-hmm. that he can perform fellatio on himself and if you don't know what fellatio is that is toppy that is soul sucking his own soul right that is sucking his own dick yep 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 <laughs> yes <laughs> yes people yeah so um on his podcast and 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 you know we don't know at least i don't know the full context because joe rogan releases Neither four hour podcasts and i'm not listening to all that all I, the time i just saw it on dean samaro as like a headline that they were talking about and i was just like Nah. <laughs> no. And I took a picture of it, and I was like, stop this nigga. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. But he was talking to some of his comedian friends, as he often does, and he said, you know, yeah, like, uh, I'm very flexible. I guess he, they were talking about maybe yoga or jujitsu, whatever, and he was talking about being able to, like, put his head down between his legs, and then he said, like, yeah, I could, <laughs> I could do that if I wanted to. He's like, I've never tried, but I've, I've put my face next to it before. And, and, and of course, the internet flamed him. Um, the first person who apparently launched the assault was George Takei. George Takei? Oh, George my Takei God. George Takei keeps heat for everybody. Let it be known that, that George Takei. That little old man. I love George Takei, George Takei, Takei said, he, he quote tweeted it, and he said. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, my. But he said, uh. Given his head is already up his own ass half the time, is anyone surprised? Um, wow. <laughs> this one is really rough. I'm not sure why he'd need to when so many mediocre white men are just waiting to blow him. Oh. <laughs> oh. Niggas in, niggas in oh, the damn. basement. Yeah. You know, listen, we... Uh, niggas <laughs> that wear anime printed shirts. <laughs> not like the fully anime printed shirts from Wish. 
I oh, mean, yeah. oh. right, right. Just that have like the waifu on the on the. Just Goku, yes. plastered all over your <laughs> shirt and your sleeve and shit with the Bulma body pillows. Yeah, it's like it's like he was stretching one day, and when he went into a straddle, he was just like, "Oh, this will give me an idea. Let me just." Just see how far there's I can something. Go. Oh, there's uh, something uh, to this. <laughs> I, I I don't. I, I can't co-sign this. Yeah, this here's, is wild. here's the thing. When we when we niggas s- die sucking their old dick. Right. <laughs> Let's not do this. Let's not do this. Like, <laughs> to the soldiers who died in the cervix. <laughs> I dive in her cervix. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> Yo, real quick, you know what's funny? I was talking to a classmate of mine, and my favorite professor still listens to the podcast. <laughs> Shouts out to my professor. Imagine him just seeing you the next day and going like, "Not really talking about this man sucking his own dick for like fifteen minutes." Yeah, Jude. You know, I was really, uh, I was enjoying the podcast. I thought it was great, and then, um. About Joe Rogan? Something about Joe Rogan performing fellatio on himself really just, <laughs> you lost me. And, and real quick, how does he do it? Like, I understand he's flexible, but like, that man don't got a neck. <laughs> he just, there's he no just motion in the ocean. And shoulders. He built like, you know, Patrick Starr. It's, like. the, it's, it's the ribs. It's this section here. You just gotta like, he has but the like, cradle. But like, his neck is here though. No. <laughs> like, he's, in a, he's in a permanent shrug. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I was just gonna say, when we started this show, uh, you and I, Jude, we, you know, we kind of had this pitch for it as like Joe Rogan meets Jesus and Marrow, which sometimes I still use to explain to people, but I, you would never catch me in a million years of doing this, which it won't be that long, but uh, saying something like that on air for, for eternity to remember, like you would never, I don't care how like high he was, like. That nigga be doing a lot though, MDMA, ayahuasca. Yeah, I mean, and you know, I go to Joe Rogan to hear what he has to say about like martial arts, for instance, Same. and and that's pretty much it. Or sometimes when he's talking about animals and wildlife, because I think that's you know that's one of my interests. But otherwise, I have no interest in what that guy's talking about. The funniest episode was that ever was him with Freddie Gibbs. That shit was funny. Did Freddie Gibbs go? In th- oh, it yeah. Was, it's like four hours long, and it's the best thing ever. <laughs> I gotta watch that. I gotta watch that. I really yeah. do. So you know, we sitting here just mad about to do funny. a little over here. Oh, yes, you oh, are. word! Yes, you are. You are de- you are de- and well, when they reboot it the next time, uh, start circulating That's you, my wait. name. That's you, right? Doctor there. Doolittle, Boomerang, Mushu. Yes. You want to get I matching am. tattoos? Don't. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's face. <laughs> Eddie Murphy face. Uh, but yeah, Joe Rogan, stop, stop it, stop, Please nigga, stop. stop. Get some help. Um, you need some milk, not from your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Moving into what's popping, uh, a bunch of stuff happened. I guess we'll start with the most recent thing, at least as uh, as of recording. Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes, yes sir. Official trailer. So um, uh, if you haven't been living under a rock, you know that this is one of the most anticipated MCU entries uh, since the quarantine. Yes. And, um, it's, since Endgame, nigga. Yeah, and um, it's the third entry in John Watts' Spider-Man franchise um, starring Tom Holland, Zendaya, folks mm-hmm. and this seeks to kind of bridge the gap between the other spider-man entries and this new one and create a sort of spider-verse situation bringing That's back right. old villains bringing back old spider-man 
featuring Doctor Strange, etc., playing into some of the events of the Disney Plus series. Um, so, you know, with all that said, the trailer dropped last night after a fan event. Um, many people were expecting to see Tobey Maguire and or Andrew Garfield show up. Not yet. They withheld that, which I, uh, I applaud their restraint in doing. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, what did y'all think about the trailer? I know you're hyped for the movie, so did it excite you further? Did your level stay the same? You know, I, well... <coughs> I am already, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still there. I'm still excited. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it didn't, it didn't get any higher. It didn't get any, you know, it didn't go down. Um, it gave us some scenes as to like what, what, what would go on, and like you know, it, they, they confirmed the villains for, you know, this, this whole movie because in, in the first trailer it was just you saw the thunder and you saw like some, mm-hmm. like, a, like a tornado. There's like a sand tornado. So they're like, oh my god, is it gonna be these people? And so yeah, confirmed that we have. Uh, Doc Ock, we got Electro, we got Sandman, we got Green Goblin, but, you know, this is like the Sinister Six, so who's the sixth villain that's gonna, like, pop out? Because they also have Lizard, who I'm not entirely convinced is Lizard. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's Scorpion and they're hiding him. They they tease Scorpion Scorpion in the first, and we haven't, and they could be saving him. We'll we'll talk uh, more about villains after, you know, going around, but, uh, yeah, either way, there's only five villains shown in this trailer. Yes. Maybe a sixth that looks like they, we might see Harry Osborn at some point. Probably because we we did see like a, Harry Osborn? We Maybe. no, we we saw a small shot of somebody else like on the glider. Yeah. Throwing the to, throwing the the, the razor <coughs> things. Yeah, yeah, the pumpkin bombs. Like it, it's 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 real faint, but um I I can definitely say that I am excited to see this. I'm just waiting to see Toby Maguire, because I'm just gonna put you know all the money on the table that this man is gonna show up in this movie, and the entire theater is gonna go fucking crazy because the last time he was Spider Man was back in 2007, which was 14 years ago, almost 15, and so folks was (laughs) folks were really saying like this is this is really going past like Endgame and um and all the other movies that people were excited about like just seeing. Toby Toby Maguire being back on the big screen as our favorite. Not a soul worried about Andrew Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, not one. Yeah. How'd you feel about it, Jude? I'm hype. Period. <laughs> I love Spider Man. <laughs> I thought about getting Spider Man tattoo tatted. Yes, another tattoo idea on the yes. podcast. <laughs> but I love Spider Man. He's one of my favorite superheroes. Mm. I'm just excited for another Spider Man movie and just bring bring it on. Do we bring have a Spider Man? We do. Okay, at the, at yes, the bottom. At the bottom there. Thank you, Wes, for setting that up. Um, My nipples are ready. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm glad that you uh, specified Erect. that part of your okay, cold, good. good, hard. No, I get it. <laughs> Sharp. <laughs> Yo, poignant. I'm poignant. Hyped, man. I saw the last Spider-Man twice. I saw it with a shorty, and I saw it with you, Elizabeth, and Josh. Oh, last, yeah. Like a couple summers ago, yeah. before COVID hit. Yeah. yeah, that was fun. It was a good time, and you was like, um, uh, Mysterio Hall. Mysterio oh. Hall. Mysterio Hall. Great <laughs> Mysterio. <laughs> Mysterio. Mysterio Hall. <laughs> Mysterio was, uh, like, revealed uh, Peter Parker's identity. Oh, yeah. And you were just like, yeah. nah. I thought that was crazy. No, because someone had told me, like, wait till the, 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 you know, the end of the movie. Like, there's a cameo that, I think it was Danny, is like, the cameo that will have you screaming. And then, you know, uh, J.K. Simmons shows up. He's, uh, he also... He pops up in this trailer for half a second. Yes, um, this yes, this did. new version of his character. Um, I hate to be a Debbie Downer on this podcast, y'all. That's okay. 
I saw your post. I saw, I saw it. Yeah, I saw it. Haterade. Here's the mm-hmm. thing. Um, I feel like yeah, what, you feel? what you feel like what? I feel it like doesn't matter how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was going to say, I feel like most of the reason that people are excited for this is because the other Spider-Man are coming back, right? Like, that's a, that's a big part of it. But that's going to be about 20 minutes of the movie. Ahmad looks mortified. <laughs> that's going to be about 20 minutes of the movie at the very end when they come in to help fight the people. And that's going to look cool. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, it's going to be great to see Toby again. It'll be fine to see Andrew Garfield again. But um, I just feel like the... the You're the ruining s- Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the story itself is is concerning to me a little bit in terms of how they're going to pull all these pieces together. There's this idea that, like, okay, these villains who are coming out of the multiverse are all villains who have died in battle with Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Even though um, there's, it's kind of, like, iffy with that, too, because, like, Doc Ock, for example, sacrificed himself, so that's not quite the same thing. Yeah. But Green Goblin, you know, he got the glider. Okay, Electro... Definitely killed himself or something. Uh, uh, Sandman didn't die. Sandman up. just left. They they basically dapped up and Sandman was like, peace out. Sandman ran, ran away. Yeah, which is why I feel like maybe that's another misdirect. There's so much in this trailer that like... Does let them make that matter? But, it, yeah. but it's, it's weird because they said that all of them died by Spider-Man. Right, that's how... But that's, which Spider-Man? Is it him or is it some other Spider-Man? I think he's in, the implication is that it could be any Spider-Man. Or it can be also, yeah, any Spider-Man. And it's also, this is a whole multiverse idea. Not mm-hmm. specifically Tobey Maguire Which will tie Garfield into verse, the multiverse right. of but, like, madness. they can all still be the same people, like, look the same in different universes. Sure, sure, sure. I mean, that's that's another part of the confusion, too, is that, like, with this, with this casting... Clearly, what they've recognized is that most of Raimi's uh, casting was pitch perfect. Like they're bringing back Willem Dafoe, they're bringing back uh, uh, Alfred Molina, mm-hmm. they're bringing back J.K. Simmons. Like they realize that these guys are iconic. Sam Raimi hit the the nail on the head with most of the yeah. casting. That being said, it also leaves a little bit of confusion because it feels like where's the line drawn between this Doctor Octopus seems to be the exact same one that we saw in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that Green Goblin is the same Norman Osborn. But if what you're saying is true, right? Like, if that's not the same Sandman, then it's like, that'll be another thing the movie has to explain. It's like, some of them are from, some of them are the villains you remember and the uh, casting you remember, and some of them are just new versions of the, of the same villain. And we're putting them all together in like a, in, in like a pot. You know what I mean? So that's what mm. I'm kind of wondering how they're going to work that out. In ter- I mean, obviously, Electro looks different. I don't know if that's supposed to be the yeah, same. Yeah, he has the classic, he like, has the starfish, face. yeah, thing, and and he doesn't he doesn't look like a blue, you know, uh, I, Jolly Rancher. <laughs> <laughs> I was and just talking about that with with my friend because she was like, "Oh, is that Jamie Foxx?" I say, "Yeah, I'm kind of glad he chose him to bring him back into his human form and not him looking like a blue alien." Yeah. You know, I was I was not a fan of that, but I mean, is this going to be the same? universe of uh andrew garfield because you know yeah because this is this is a different version of of uh electro but the lizard looks the same so right. we'll lizard. see <laughs> not much that you can do. Big he doesn't lizard, have the lab so. coat though he still he doesn't. doesn't have the lab coat and the purple pants right <laughs> Yo, this is what Justin gets upset about. <laughs> it's like this nigga's not wearing the same clothes in the comic book that's how you know justin, justin about it about it <laughs> 
I, heated. I, I, sorry, I got hot, and uh, I, I usually like to get hot on the podcast cool. and turn it down. But no, I mean, it's, it is interesting to see what choices they make with these characters, right? Sometimes they, they go, um, you know, like with Electro, yeah, he has the starfish face, but it, it lights up when he uses his powers. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Which is an interesting way of, of adapting it. Lizard's just naked. I, pre- just I appreciate, how, I appreciate <laughs> how Jerry Fox still has his hairline. <laughs> you know? I, I, I don't, we don't have that like weird Jamie Foxx that just is just sad. We yeah. have Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Know, like and, he, and you know, he's a charming, good looking actor. Like, you want to see that. his face. Yeah. Jamie Foxx will sing while he's electro. Yeah. Just absolutely. like, I'm about to buzz you. Fuck you. Fuck you, Spider Man. I'm about to shock you. Shock you. Blaming on shock the you, el- shock el- you. electricity. Blaming on the electricity. Don't, don't. Don't give them any ideas. <laughs> Apparently, they were rewriting the script. Like, uh, yeah. I, the West just sent this to us. They were rewriting the script, like in production. They like, said they, they were they were rewriting it, rewriting the ending as well. Bitch. So I'm like, what the fuck was it going to be? A little before? bit of a red flag, but we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, um, <laughs> he said a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm trying to be optimistic uh, because I've been the downer. Um, but obviously, I'm going to go see it. In fact, uh, I'm yeah, probably outside. helping organize a bit of a, a a class trip to it for one of the uh, the the men of color organization on my campus. Um, uh, shout out to Alma. Um, but mm. yeah, I mean, you know, I just, I have some concerns about how the, how the story is going to turn out because it seems like a lot of what we're being presented with is like, just it, let it ride. Just let it's it all ride. The familiar we faces. let Shang, we let Shang-Chi rock. That was fine. Yeah, just, let, just let this rock. You right. You right. Listen, you, uh, the thing is, uh, the last thing I'll say is that I just can't, at the end of the day, I can't maintain the same level of excitement for everything. Mm-hmm. Because by the time we get to Avengers 7, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> whatever that's going to be. Like, I, everything can't be the same level of hype for me. So that's why yeah. I'm approaching this with a little bit of, of, of trepidation. But, um, it, it, you know, it's going to be two hours and 40 minutes. Yes, it will be. And so. I'm excited about that. Me and Stephanie are going to have, like, two big-ass motherfucking things of popcorn. <laughs> yes. And Just you know true. what? I'm definitely gonna bring a mixer in that in that theater because uh, I'm gonna be really hyped when I'm seeing this. But I'm gonna get a little buzz, okay? Mm-hmm. So you're inspiring once, me to bring my pen. Uh, bring a, you I, bring I a am ins- I am encouraging everybody. You gonna bring me. a little red cup? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little red solo. What a we thermos. Doing? What we watching? In here? <laughs> Come on, pull up in the theater. Gonna pull up in there. You look just like your mama, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Sit your ass over there. You in my seat? This reserved. <laughs> in the recliner. <laughs> Popping up, had got the I got the cashews in my hands, just popping them. <laughs> That's your go-to movie snack? <laughs> no. <laughs> what is your go-to movie snack? Popcorns all day. I like Popcorn raisinets. I know that's weird, what? but I like raisinets. I can see that. I, I can, can see that. I can that's, see that's, 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 that's I'm a junior mint guy, but like. And you and you were about to grill me for I'm eating grilling you for raisinets. Raisinets, but junior mints, like junior mints. Yo, chocolate mint is fire. What are you talking about? I. Do Yo, Wes, back me up. Yo, fuck I y'all niggas. I do not Yo. like mint chocolate. Mint and chocolate. Are you? <laughs> Listen, I like mint hot chocolate, so maybe I would like junior mints. Mint, okay, mint hot chocolate Your is something, patties, but. Thin mints. Fuck that. Pe- so. uh, peppermint bar for Christmas. Mm-mm. Fuck y'all. Mm-mm. Oh I'm sorry. Uh, literally, everybody that, that I know who buys Girls Girl Scouts cookies, their first choice is Thin Mints. And I go, why the fuck is this on the table? <laughs> Samoa's is Get this out of my house. Get it out of my house. Samoa's, I love. I, I love those cookies. Samoa's, they are great. Thin Mints, stop it. I still love y'all, but I just never 
had a love for ever since I had my first Thin Mint. This is a mods new boycott. It's against Thin Mints. It's it's still against Casamigos. Y'all still need to stop that shit. (laughs) The fuck is wrong with y'all? I'm going to smack you on the back of y'all neck meat, okay? Keep playing with me. Keep playing with me. You'll do it. Keep playing. Ahmad is like Candyman, except instead of killing you when you say his name five times, he shows up and just claps you on the back of the <laughs> back of the head, and I just disappear, you know, right behind him. Right, that Michael <laughs> with the ring hand, the with the ring turned inside, right on the right on the dome piece. <laughs> Put that bottle down. <laughs> Put that shit back. He yes. shows up in your drunk dreams. Why'd you drink that shit? <laughs> <laughs> I told you to leave it alone. Now I look at you. But the last thing you look like the baby of Danny Lay. <laughs> Getting bitches oh. pregnant for no reason. <laughs> that will segue into the next yes. one. But <laughs> last thing I'll say about Spider-Man is um, I think this will definitely segue right into the multiverse of madness that oh, will have sure, Scarlet sure. Witch and Doctor Strange for because sure. if you see like at the end of the trailer, you see how like he's he just he says he cannot stop it. So I'm sure through, yeah. this will be this this will not be a happy ending. Mm. Um, this will definitely go r- right into multiverse of madness. And multiverse I, of madness comes. I'm sorry to interrupt. That's in February. Out, that's in February. Oh, right, right around the corner, like two mm-hmm. months later. So what's in January then? Or are they taking a break? There, there's nothing, nothing in January. January. Um, yeah, it's just going to be, you know, Spider-Man and then Multiverse of Madness, which will be very brutal from what we've been told. I just want Blade to come out already. That'll be, he might be making his first appearance in Moon Knight, so. When's that? Um, I don't that know. That must be next year. Next summer, probably. Yeah, that's right. that's a movie or a show? A show. Ah, fine. Cool. So that'll be cool. That'll be exciting. Um, I'm, I'm more interested in a lot of the TV shows coming out right now. Me than, too, than yeah. The movies. Like She-Hulk and shit. Yeah, but, uh, moving forward, um, let's, let's get into, uh, Da Baby. John, uh, Jonathan Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> I forget that's his name. Jonathan Kirk. <laughs> so, uh, so Jonathan um, is in a bit of a pickle with his his baby mother, Danny Lay. <laughs> a pickle. One of many baby mothers. Yes, like three. And um, I I can't uh, say that I've listened to a lot of Danny Lay's music. Does she make music? She makes music, but she's not that talented. Oh, okay. You know, bonus, what do you want? She has a. She has a song with uh, what's the what's the, what's the singer name? Uh, Chris Brown. It's just cool. I I honestly just heard of Danny Lay when she did the uh, Drake challenge. Kiki, do you love oh, me? Okay. That one. Got it. And I was like, damn, she fire. Jeez. But like, you know, she's just hot and is on Instagram and knows how to use it. Mm. She cute. Mm. You know, mm. she cute. But like, yeah. Well, it, it looks like they had a bit of an altercation that, of course, was on Instagram Live because everything is these days. Mm-hmm. Um, ghetto. And the baby. Uh, Jonathan Kirk. Thank you, sir. Uh, this uh, man is he, a mess. He tried to, um, uh, without, without notice, yes. he tried to basically kick um, Danny Lay out of the house. And, and they're like three-month-old child, like very mm-hmm. young infant, yeah, um, f- with no clear explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, she suspects that he was trying to have Cervarios over, um, and he wanted the house and was telling her to go to a hotel as opposed to just getting out of town himself and leaving the so mother of his the child. So like yeah, leaving the mother of his child in her uh, that being said, it escalated to a fever pitch. Apparently, the baby called um, uh, the police, and uh, <laughs> and 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 all, ooh, all the shit be a whole said, lot more those. He said, "Fuck a cop car." The biggest song of the summer during the pandemic. He said, "Fuck a cop car." It was like, "Yo, police, help! Police, help! Police, help! Help! Police, yeah. help!" And uh, I don't know if either of them are pursuing. I, I don't. I didn't keep up with. Uh, I think oh, she's she getting charged. She's getting charged charge. for a misdemeanor yeah. assault. Yeah. yeah. 
two charges of misdemeanor assault. Yeah. Now this is this is interesting because obviously uh, Jonathan Kirk has been on a bit of a tear this year. He came under fire earlier for making some homophobic comments at uh, Dave Chappelle's upset. Rolling Loud was it? Yeah, Rolling mm-hmm. Loud. Um, yeah, Dave Chappelle's like, he said, I just defended you. Just <laughs> ten toes behind it, man. Ten toes. <laughs> I made myself look like a fool. They was calling me down to Netflix to have meetings. <laughs> When did, when did Justin have a Dave Chappelle impression? Got it. <laughs> Niggas! <laughs> He's just... It's so bad that we... That, that fucking died. The camera died and we do not have that footage. God damn it. Niggas! We're going to have to start filming this on our iPhones because... Nah, wait, 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 wait. Do this again. I'm sorry. That was great. Baby! Why I just get off the phone and I hear you charging your wife? With assault, kicking her out the house, having her arrested. I just stuck my neck out for you. I turned down fifty million dollars. <laughs> it's just, it's just Dave Chappelle like in the living room yelling while his his wife and son are on the couch. <laughs> I'm tired of this. <laughs> this is a good day on HBO, nigga. Anyway, oh my I'm gonna, God. I'm gonna die on recording. He's got the Jay Z. You got a home impression? What? Cheer. Wait, yeah, yeah, come here, come here, come here. We gotta get on the show. We gotta get on the show. Everybody, everybody, we got Jay Z up in the house at HBO Podcast. Yo, ho, what's up? Yo, Jude, I'm so glad you invited me on here. It's been so great to be here on HBO. Jay, I, I meant to call you the other night, man. Yo, Dave, what's up? You hear about How you what, doing? You hear about what this nigga the baby did, man? Yeah, he's wildin' I'm, for I'm, that. I'm actually wildin'. Yo, Dave. Yo, we didn't talk shit about me. Yo, we didn't talk shit about me. Yo, we didn't talk shit about me, bro. We just talk. Yo, we baby, bro. What the fuck is you talking about, bro? Daddy's a bitch. You know what I'm saying? She's my baby mama. She's a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, this is a fucking camera on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, he really doesn't open his mouth when he speaks. He does not. That's the funniest part. She was like, hey, he's chewing gum the whole time. <laughs> he was just, she said, she said, she said, do you love me? He was like, the baby came out the womb nah, chewing trident. <laughs> Orbit. <laughs> And he's like, it's, when he, it's a boy. He had like a pack of Trident in his hand. It was gripping that bitch. <laughs> uh, toward toward the end there, my my Chappelle started turning into Terrence Howard. So I got <laughs> Oh, that's gotta funny, man. <laughs> man. Come on, the baby, man. You can't just be out here. Come on, come on, the baby. <laughs> it's it's me, T. How man. It's your uncle Terrence, man. You they kicked me off of Iron Man, man. <laughs> <laughs> they, wasn't, they wasn't paying me enough, but I helped that nigga Robert get on. It's hard out here for a pimp, man. I said, Bobby, you better take this role, man. Stop doing that smack. Bro, I thought you were talking about this interview about me, bro. It's a baby, bro. Anyway, we are off the rails. Anyways, bonus features. Yeah, for real. Um, No, but... uh. <laughs> I feel like I was going to make a point before all of We that. are going to make a point. Danny Lay uh, has referred to the baby as evil. She's called him straight up evil. Evil. Um, Interesting. And, and you know. Uh, you I, let that I, evil dick inside you. You should have known. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, she white. She don't care. 
Not she's, she's white. About she ain't think twice. She about as has as much color as a Ritz cracker. So you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> she's bright. You know what? Like I, I actually two shades of being white. <laughs> <laughs> I actually saw on Twitter in a conversation about this whole thing. Um, there was this one comment that said, you know, SMH, she thought she had the complexion for protection. Wow. Paul Mooney. Rest in peace, Paul <laughs> yeah, Mooney. Paul Mooney line. Yep. That? That's the complexion for the that? protection of the collection. That was that was in one of his stand-ups. That was in one of his That's stand-up OG specials. That's OG right there. I love Paul Mooney. Like, it's, it's so fucking true. Like, once you have that complexion, you are protected by the industry by any means necessary. Mm. You are protected. But not necessarily by your significant other, right? No, I mean, we that know is very true. The baby has has, and he's dog, so it just took all that away. That's a, n- <laughs> that's a nigga porn, niggas. There's like, who's like, yo, not for nothing. I was talking to my homeboy Pumpin' about this. Yo, Putty, he said that the baby is the new Gucci Mane, because Gucci Mane was a boogeyman back in the day. Mm. You know what happened with Gucci Mane, right? Didn't he kill somebody. Yeah, so he he had a, a beef with Young Jeezy. And I forgot the initial part of the beef. But Jeezy, it was so hot that mm. Jeezy sent niggas to his crib. There was a chicken there who was in on it. Dudes came in, tried to rob him. And out of self-defense, he killed one of them. And mm. he made songs about it. And this is Jeezy's man. Oh, yeah, that's why there was beef. Yeah. They're in the verses, yeah. yeah. And, and fucking this dude over here has killed someone in Walmart out of self-defense. And repeated and has repeatedly assaulted people on camera. There was a dude when the baby first came out. I think he beat him up in a Gucci store with his phone that. in his. Remember that? Remember with that? With a phone in his hand, beat the shit out of him and bounced. And then he's always, oh, pun- yeah. <laughs> yes, and always punching fans. Yeah, like he's just a wild, evil demon. He's some, super future. Some some woman literally had. Uh, they they she she like flashed a light in his face. She was trying to recall like, hey the baby, and he just went, <laughs> popped a rat right in her mouth, and he was like, but of course you know personal space, but damn, you could do a mush, you could you, you can, can mush. you can do a mush, but he decided to uh, That's also what you take have it security there. for like when you do it, but he's wilding, he just like stage dies, he out there, yeah, so like, you know like security is gone. Like, he's like a cockroach or like a mouse. He's athletic, so he can just fly. <laughs> you think it has something to yes, do with athletic how animals? So aggressive? Co- yes. Short how short are is so he? Aggressive. He's, he's like 5'3. Like he's 5'3? I don't know. I was, I mean, that, was a, that was like an educated guess, but if I'm right, I'm Yo, alive. Justin, survey says. I got you. Um, oh, standing at a reported 5'8. He's only a little bit shorter than you. Are you 5'8"? I thought you were... I'm 5'8". Oh, yes. Yeah, so I think go. I think it's because, he, again, remember what I said about the whole muscle thing? The more brolic you look and short you are, the shorter you look. Right. Mm-hmm. So we all think The Rock is like 5'11", but he's 6'5". Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same true. shit. It's true. It's a principle. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, this this is... It actually ties into what we'll get into later in our main segment, the relationship between fans and artists uh, when we talk about, you know, this Astroworld... Fiasco. No, 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 I need to say something though about uh, Danny Lay and um, uh, the baby because listen, I've had a f- you know moments in my life where things got scary with a child. Sure, that kid needs to get up for adoption. Mm. Here's why: neither of those motherfuckers are are mentally ready to be parents. Who am I to say that? I don't know. I'm just a dude on a podcast. But judging from the parenting that I had with my mom and you and you and your parents and you and your parents and you and your parents, they were 
seemingly mentally ready to have us. They were established, mm. they were educated, and they thought about shit and experienced life in all of its ups and downs and twists and turns and were like, I am ready now to have a kid. Or at least they were committed to figuring mm-hmm. it and out. And committed to figuring it out. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that those two can't do that, but if you are on Instagram live and getting into spats and calling her a certified side bitch, you are not ready to be a fucking father. And if you are a woman and let that happen, you are not ready to be a mother either. Mm. You need to take your child seriously. Raising a kid is fucking serious. Mm -hmm. You are raising a human being. That human being is going to grow into an adult. Do you want to bring into this world a person with trauma trust issues, anger, and the inability to communicate their feelings. Mm. Do you want to do mm. that shit? And just because it's what you always wanted is to have a child. People want to have kids and not want to be fucking parents. Mm-hmm. Take parenting seriously. You are not just raising your child. You're the heavenly spawn. The best thing that ever happened to you. are not raising a little king or queen. You're not raising those motherfuckers. Mm. You're not. Your kid's not King Arthur, nigga. <laughs> Your kid is going to be a citizen of this planet. Take that shit seriously. You don't want to put in a bad apple. A kid is a 50-50 shot of having Hitler and having Martin Luther King. Oh. I'm so dead ass. It is a 50-50 shot. Your kid could either be Jeffrey Dahmer or Al Sharpton. Oh, my God. <laughs> I swear to God. That's, I, listen. That's like, I'm seeing Al Sharpton all the way over there. <laughs> And then Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> 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 yeah. Damn. Could be Ted Bundy Sheesh. or Ted Cruz. Wait a Ted Bundy. Oh. 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 Uh, Ted well. Bundy or Theodore Roosevelt or some shit. <laughs> yeah. And he she should know immediately. Like, yo, he already has a kid. He treats her like that. You are coming into this. You see how he's with your, uh, the, these other women. Should he be like, do I want this? Do I want this nigga? Do I want that? Like, it's fun dick to have every now and then. But, like, this is, this is for life. Right. Now, it's not taking responsibility away from the baby, but also as a woman, and I was watching uh, Lonnie Love say this, I don't know why I was watching it, I saw it on Shade Room, that a woman should have her own shit. You should have your own crib, and you have the money for that. Mm. You know, people think you have you have to have be financially stable to have a kid. You have to be mentally adequate. You know, mm-hmm. you can have emotional issues and have a kid. Like, people have, de- like, depression, mm-hmm. medically induced, de- not induced, mm-hmm. medically diagnosed depression, and they have children and are constantly working on themselves to raise their child properly. Yeah. Right? And it's and you're never, quote unquote, ready to have kids, but there is this bullshit yeah. and being somewhat ready or prepared. Yeah. Capable. Or, you know, your, your seatbelt is buckled on the flight to have a fucking kid. Yeah. Let me say this. That's all amazing and all that. But if you are the baby and you have a smooth mouthpiece, you got a deep voice and you got your talking points like that. And, you know, you know who you are and you're confident as to who you are. That's 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 all it takes for you for, for this dude to get any woman. Mm. And he was definitely hitting them shits with Danny, which made her kept coming back to him, which made her fall in love with this man. Yeah. And so that all goes out the window. If you're a man that knows how to talk game and she got caught up. This is why you need friends. And then the she got sex. stuck up, <clears throat> and you know, fucked up. But yeah, but that's how it is right now. But I completely agree with everything that you're saying. Yeah, one 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 hundred percent. This this baby will, um, will will have a lot of trauma. 
when she when 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 this baby gets older, especially with the baby's all the daughter already, um, he is just a horrible human being. I would not want to meet that guy. Mm. I that, would not want to meet him. All I know is that that baby is stressed. That baby is three months old. Like fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> I feel like if I was to ever baby meet him, cigarettes in the crib. Like, <laughs> that kid's gonna like start drinking whiskey and shit. <laughs> Just straight up like neat Jack Daniels. No rocks. No rocks. <laughs> the yeah. funny thing about the New York Post was their first line. It was literally their first sentence about Danny Ray and oh, the no. baby. It says persistently problematic rapper the baby. Persistently <laughs> yo, did someone black write that? Persistently I have no problematic. Idea. Yes, it's like if you got roasted by Dr. Seuss. Word. <laughs> Rito Wiggle. That was the person who wrote it? Yep. Rito Wiggle. Shout out. Wiggle. Wiggle. Like Wiggle. From Damn. Australia, he wore a colored shirt. And then they go into astrology. But, um, it's, it's, they go into astrology? Oh, my about God. About them, too. It's dumb now. But, uh, yeah. Mm. Well, you um, know, I think DaBaby, it's you want to time take a fucking to Xanax. be my God. demand. You know what I mean? You should, cu- you should cut your microphone off. Yeah, you're right. Let me just uh, let me just the baby really the baby and Danny, please stop the shit. The baby look like an Attack on Titan. Titan. You do. <laughs> well, there's that meme that edits edits him into the into the show with the smile. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned uh, Kanye briefly, and uh, we can just real quick talk about because um, this will tie into Astro World, of course, later on anyway. But uh, He's squashed this beef that he had, this beef, quote unquote, the softest beef in rap history. Thanks to Drink Champs. You know what the softest beef in rap history is, honestly, though, to be honest with you? Mm. It's uh, Common versus Ice Cube. It just didn't make sense. Oh. Common had a serious rap beef with Ice Cube, and he made a song called The Bitch in You. And I'm like, bro, that Common, yeah. relax. <laughs> this is before, yo, this is like before we were born, like two, three years before we were born. Uh. And I'm just like, Common. What are you doing? Common, you, you should, wear knitted hats. Literally. You should be down at the New York and performing You wear words. crocheted hats. I saw an episode of Sub-Sitcom. Common was on there at a poetry slam. Yeah. Doing this. Yeah. It's, it's, that's Why are you beefing you, with you, Ice Cube? You battle rap with, necessarily. Well, especially not with Ice Cube. Yeah, that's pretty... Two different types of rappers entirely. But, yeah, uh, you know, him and Drake are apparently on speaking terms again after a summer of uh, contention between... You know, um, their their two albums and, and all these rumors about who Kim is sleeping with and cheating. Pete Davidson. Well, yeah. that was that. That's that's I think that's what united curve. them. That's what united them was like. All right, uh, Pete Davidson. She's fucking one of these funny ass <laughs> Pete Davidson <laughs> is knocking my ex wife down, so I I need a friend in this time. Um, but yeah, Drink Champs is apparently, you know, Shout out to Noriega. We should go on there one day, I hope. I'm sure That'll it'll be, be a lot hilarious. of fun. I'm sure it'll be a lot of it'll fun. It'll be mad funny. You just get to drink and, and, and talk, you know, for, for two hours or however long. And it was interesting just him talking about, like, making that group chat and telling everyone, like, with, like, 30 rappers and celebrities and being like, I'm worth more than all of y'all in here combined. <laughs> and all your clothes look homeless. <laughs> yeah. Interesting contrast, right? It's um, amazing. Yeah, but uh, I, I guess I just, I didn't know if y'all had any thoughts about the Kanye Drake beef. If not, then we can. <laughs> I honestly, like, I really do not because I didn't even know they had beef with each other in the first place. See, this is why I, I drift away from all the drama, like mm-hmm. dramas, the drama that happened in, in, in Hollywood. Like, yeah. Drake and Kanye, I feel like, uh, 
I feel like Kanye just stays in his own lane, and then people just try to fuck it up, aka Soldier Boy. Um, Soldier Boy, he's Soldier Boy, the first rapper ever. What are you talking about? <laughs> he was the first historian. You know, he mm-hmm. was. He did everything. Soldier Boy was actually the first man. He was in the Bible. <laughs> Yo, Soldier Boy's Adam. Adam he had. Is a, he is had a translation of Soldier. He Boy. made yeah. the flow. You know, you know who was Eve? Soldier Girl. <laughs> <laughs> also, Soldier Boy. Uh, it's Adam and Eve, not Soldier Boy and Soldier Boy. Um, it's it's, it's the black version of um, like the anti-gay rallies. It's not Soldier Boy and Soldier Boy. <laughs> I I I just don't know like what what What's the fuck is going yeah, on now. Cares? Like nobody gives a shit. And it's so it's just like I okay. What I really want. What I really want. Nothing. I just just want, just want shit to stop. You yeah. know, that's yeah. that's all. That's Valid. all it is. Yo, both both those albums were not that good this summer. Certified Lover Boy isn't that great. I like Way Too Sexy. It's just fucking funny. <laughs> I like uh, uh, what was it? It was uh, Poppy's Home because mm. it's you know the hot nigga anthem. Right. Uh, Knife Talk is you know that you know violence. I like, mm-hmm. and that's it. Kanye is it, it just don't make sense to me. I just, I just heard it, and I was just, you know what? I'm boycotting this. This is 100 songs long. I'm not listening to this shit. And he just put out the deluxe version. I don't care. I still have the to listen al- to Donda. The, 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 the album was cool. It was, it's literally a gospel rap album. Like, let's just be honest. Um, there were some songs that I liked, some songs that were like, Mur. But with the deluxe album, I didn't even know that it came out. So, the, I mean, the, the, the Andre song 3K yeah, that's what I was about to say. Track. So fuck it. I like Andre. I'll see it. Yeah, I'm a fan of three stacks. Um, let's uh, let's go to in this corner real quick and just spend uh, 10, 15 minutes just recapping UFC two. The anxiety 16, inducing <laughs> UFC that went over. Yeah, man. Um, my heart was pounding out of my chest. Yeah, because it looks like Colby could come back, and I was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. For those of you who don't recall uh ufc 268 was the event that we were talking about on the show last week uh, or last episode rather um featuring uh, a bunch of dynamic fights but the three main events were michael chandler versus justin gaethje wiley zhang versus rose namajunas and of course colby covington versus kamaru usman for the welterweight championship belt um it was, it was a night of great fights. It really was. Jude and I watched it together at, at our dojo. Uh, also, the Canelo Alvarez, Richard... What was that guy's Cal- name? Caleb. Caleb, Caleb something. Smack Plant. It, it don't matter. Caleb Plant, yeah. But I said Caleb Smack because he got smacked in the press conference. <laughs> he got smacked yeah. in yeah. the press conference. But that was the same night I didn't even know. Of course, Canelo won. No one is surprised by he that. He knocked his poor boy out. Yeah, waiting for him to fight someone who who's on his level again. He's gonna fight Tyson Fury. <laughs> He's gonna gain like sixty pounds. And fight Tyson Fury. <laughs> At this point, why not? <laughs> or uh, there, there's the whole uh, thing that uh, Kamaru brought up is he may want to box Canelo, and Canelo's interested because that is big money. You know, the UFC world and boxing world collide, and finally some boxing can get some excitement. C- but C- Canelo's gonna beat Kamaru that nigga ass. Out. Yeah, Kamaru's done. That's not. <laughs> Listen, that's, that's and not a, got a big head, but that's not a fight. Canelo is just. Just a scary, scary man. Yeah, at where Kamaru's career is right now, that could only hurt him. Like, yeah. physically, yeah. long term, and also in terms of his, his he'll, he'll lose a lot of fights after that. Yeah, so uh, I would, I would not encourage him to do that. Um, I, if he fights him, Canelo should just hit him in the body because you, the brain damage that will ensue. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. 
And people forget, you know, this is why in the UFC, they don't call it boxing. They call it striking. Boxing is yeah. a specific form of punching. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same thing. When you learn when you learn striking in MMA, you're learning it with awareness of kicks, uh, grappling, takedowns, all this stuff. When you learn it in boxing, you're only worried about your torso and, and your arms and obviously using your legs to power stuff. But so that's why boxing looks so much more technical and and some people think it has less power, but like as opposed to when you see these winding punches the UFC does, but, but I don't but, think there's less power. No, there, we know there's like, not like yeah. damage ensuing from four ounce gloves mm-hmm. and twelve ounce gloves or fourteen ounce gloves or twelve twelve ounce gloves, I forgot what regulation was, mm-hmm. is significantly different. You will the damage that'll happen to your face will be worse with a MMA glove. Yeah. Now yeah. I just don't wanna see Kamaru get hurt like that. I won't see anybody get hurt like that because Canelo's is different. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I mean, I think that uh, for the most part, Ahmad, I know, I know you didn't get to watch the, no. the, the fights. Let's we'll talk about the fights. But like, yeah. but I, uh, they, you know, they, 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 they were cool. Um, Gaethje won his match with Chandler. Violence. Yeah, uh, Chandler Violence. didn't go, didn't get knocked out, but uh, it was a pretty one-sided performance, especially towards. He the had him in the first round, but starts, but got like smoked in the second. Like mm-hmm. these. These leg kicks that he was laying on him was insane. Yeah. And Chandler's face just looked like Elephant Man after this fight. Yeah, swole up. You know? Head and but everything. the cool thing about Michael Chandler, though, is is I've heard, you know, through, you know, uh, Instagram, MMA Instagram, is his stock didn't drop and it didn't. Because mm-hmm. he won the night. Because when you're losing a fight, you want to win the night. So you want to be the most exciting. Put on like, the performance, Yo, yeah. He lost, but like, that shit was crazy. Yeah, yeah. So he was able to rile up, get the get the fans involved, mm-hmm. rile them up, do whatever, and still uh, come at Gaethje and not get knocked out. If he got knocked out, then his stock would have dropped. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, the fact that he can, you know, just bite down on his mouthpiece and continue going, it just shows a lot. It's commendable. It's commendable. And there's, and he still had the ability to call out who he wants now not the champion or the number two contender or whatever or Gaethje again but someone within the top 10 and he called out Conor McGregor mm-hmm. and I think that makes a lot of sense because yeah. McGregor losing two fights in a row has you know the Twizzler leg and he hasn't been winning these last few fights I'm just like well you know that just makes sense to me yeah yeah I think that would be an interesting fight to make um, I was very happy about watching uh, Zhang and Namajunas because I think that it was a it was a much more even fight and yeah. it was a fight that I was expecting the first time around. I think the fight that, that Wiley was also expecting the first time mm-hmm. around. And again, when you talk about stock, I think her stock is pretty much the same because at the, she ended it with respect. She didn't get knocked out. She got yeah. you know held down on the ground pretty much. She couldn't regain footing. But she said, I just wanted to come here and, and show my skill. Yeah, and it was I'm, honorable. I'm glad I, I did it. that. Um, and it was a good fight. Zhang looked like she had her more, more than a few times. Of course. Um, yeah. But uh, Anama Junis, I think her ground game, in terms of her top control, is just a little bit more little than, superior, yeah, yeah. than Zhang was able to handle. Um, so a great fight between them. And then, yes, coming to the, the rematch between Chaos Covington and, and the Nigerian nightmare, Usman, mm-hmm. um, which... You know, Usman has improved a lot, so he looked a lot sharper than he did in their mm-hmm. first fight um, in terms of his technique. But uh, like you, you know, you said at the at the beginning, there were moments where it was like, "Don't sleep." You know what I mean? Don't sleep, Don't sleep on 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 chaos. He is still a, a dangerous fighter. I would like to see Kamaru use a little bit more kicks. 
Yeah, for sure. I think he definitely has the, the like, capability he, to mess up somebody's legs. Like, Trevor Whitman is more of a boxing guy, but I, I still think he still has other striking coaches. You can't just have a boxing coach. Yeah. I mean, you can have your main coach, which is Trevor Whitman, come up with the whole game plan, yeah. but utilize your strengths. Longest weapon, nearest target. Use those leg kicks. Yeah. Use those side kicks. Just establish your range to not get hit and to mix up other combinations because a kick will introduce those punches or punches will introduce a kick. Yeah. I want to see more uh, variety out of that. Just use your whole body. Show what MMA is. Yeah, and yeah. He didn't have to use, I mean, he didn't really have to use his wrestling because like Kobe Covington is a, a highly decorated wrestler. Kamal Usman's a high, highly decorated wrestler. So there's that saying where they, they just cancel each other out. Yeah. So it's just striking after a while. But I think he hurt him in the second I was able to take him down and mm-hmm. was able to defend some takedowns as yeah. well. But I just personally would like to see just more variety. Use your kicks more. Not You don't need to be creative. You're not Israel Adesanya, mm. but use all your weapons, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Of course, now Usman is suggesting that if the UFC paid him $100 million, he would think about uh, about sparring with Adesanya, so to speak, sparring. Adesanya would whoop that nigga ass. Yeah, he probably Well, would. nah, well. He probably, he probably wrestling though. The wrestling, the wrestling is is, is a thing. But, but Alessania's takedown defense is Alessania's Alessania's uh, defense is pretty good. But uh, I would say like, but Kamaru has fallen in love with his striking a little bit, as I heard from like other fighters in his weight class. Uh, like uh, what's his name? Uh, Leon Edwards. Mm. Leon Edwards is like talking some smack. I'm like, boy, just shut up, <laughs> shut up. But uh, who who else is gonna fight? Because it's kind of quiet in the welterweight division right now. It would be an even matchup, but I really think though that Adesanya will keep him away from him. Yeah, because difficult to outstrike. Is superior. Thing. His striking is superior. It's beautiful to watch. Yeah. His jab, sexy. His kicks, sexy. <laughs> like, come on, yo. Yeah, I mean, the real fight to see will be him uh, rematching his 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 oldest rival, the one man who's ever put him to sleep. Yeah, and he fought that night too, and he he was in trouble a lot. Mm. In the first, it was only two rounds. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Alex Pereira. Mm-hmm. Alex Pereira got took down a lot, was held down for a while, and not a lot of damage was happening to him on the ground. He was just being held down. Yeah. But he was able in the second round. They should not have made. They should have just been one long round because that's <laughs> the only way this thing would have won. The fact you can just get him back on the feet. He came out with a few jabs and was able to hit him with a the sneakiest flying knee I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And he just crumbled. Yeah, I mean that'll be an interesting fight to see in the near future. I think Adesanya said like after like f- like what did he say like after four more fights for yeah, Pereira. Yeah, that's fair. Which I think is cool. You want to see how he's adjusting to the UFC, whether it's even a, a fight worth making. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and and Adesanya is fighting Robert Whitaker in February. Yes, I'm excited. I'm excited for any Izzy fight. I'm in there like swinging with a pause. Yeah. It'd be nice to go to a to a, a UFC event. We were talking about this at the at the dojo though. It's like. Those tickets are ridiculous. You, but to, to get anything actually close to the uh, the arena is obviously exorbitant. So you pay regular entry just to sit in the nosebleeds and watch it on TV. Anyway, <laughs> you're watching the jumbos. You may as well stay home and pay per view or yeah. just stream it, which is uh, what we were doing. I would have been happy to pay. Yeah, no, it's always cool to chip in and, and watch. But even then, the, sometimes the pay per view still. We need to get these crackers all our money. I understand. Glitches up. So, you know. Um. But yeah, I guess that'll do it for our opening. We'll take a brief break and then come back to talk about Travis Scott.
Folks, welcome back. We back. Yes, we are. We back in the back, 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 back. And uh, for our last few minutes here, we're gonna get into the tragedy that ensued at uh, at Astro World in Houston, Texas. Uh, this is, I mean, I guess it's like about a week and a half ago. Now yeah, love and respect to all the families affected by this. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I'm sure you've heard of it. It's been all over. You know the uh, the news cycle, this Astro World Festival that um, it, it had a bunch of different musicians at it, uh, at it, but it was organized um, by Travis by Scott, Travis Scott and, and Live Nation and Live Nation. Yes, and under his his brand. So this article is particularly about like the progression of the night. Um, it says the signs of trouble were evident hours before the deadly crowd surge at the Astro World Music Festival one week ago, according to Houston Fire Department logs. Shortly after the 9 a.m. start of the November 5th festival. Spectators had already breached the main gate. The handwritten logs yeah. obtained by CNN on Friday showed at least eight more breaches would be reported throughout the day, with three to five thousand concert goers who were not scanned entering the venue by 5:05 p.m. Um, and then a crowd surge at the popular event would eventually lead to nine deaths, dozens of lawsuits, Shit. and a slew of still unanswered questions about what went wrong. So um, I guess I'm curious before we get into you know. Um, more of this experience and um, more of Travis Scott's personal history at concerts and maybe a conversation about crazy fans in general. How did y'all hear about this? Um, I heard it just like most people hear shit now. Instagram and I saw it and I was like, oh, fuck. Because I had two uh, a few homies over there. Mm-hmm. Um, not like close friends or anything, but just people I know. First thing I did was like hit them up like yo y'all good yeah and luckily my friends are alive <laughs> yeah, yeah but uh, that's how I heard about it and I immediately felt the uh, the urge to kind of the the primal like lizard urge to like, <laughs> immediately go after Travis Scott mm. and to just put blame somewhere mm-hmm. but there's a combination of you know people. But of course, you know he's one of them to blame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll get into that later. But that's how I initially heard about it. Yeah, I heard this from heard this from Twitter, and my first reaction to it was like, "What the fuck?" Um, Salute, bless you. Um, me uh, watching some some of some of, the, some of his old videos of like his old concerts, like you'll you'll see like mosh pits mm-hmm. happening and. You know, like those 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 things come about, but I have not. It was, I I did not know how brutal his fans can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the one thing I didn't like was how people were comparing it to Michael Jackson's concerts. That's different because that is extremely different. Because they, they were saying they were saying how people were like passing out in these Travis Scott concerts and all that, and people were like, well, people were fainting. Um, in in these Michael Jackson concerts, I said people were fainting because they saw this man in the, with their own eyes. They're excited. They're excited, so they fainted. Nobody died at his concerts. Michael Nobody Jackson. Was, we've talked about this. Michael Jackson would stand still when people would pass. Exactly. Out. <laughs> Let like, alone start moshing. Nobody would die in his concerts. Holy Spirit with Michael Jackson. Exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, nobody dies. People yeah. catch it. They, 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 they might see, see God. They see the light by accident. <laughs> <laughs> they see the light by accident. But it's just the lights from the stage. Exactly. Of course. He is honestly like one of, um, he is a talented, um, amazing artist. He's, he's an amazing artist. But the way he runs things with, with, with his fans and how free he wants his fans to be is um, very problematic. And he needs to like dial it. 
I get it. You know, you full of excitement. You you want your fans to just go out and just do whatever the fuck they they they, they want to do because you have that power. But yeah, you have that power to tell them to stop. You have that mm-hmm. power to tell them to just like relax. Mm-hmm. But no, you want them to keep on listening to your music and jam out. And so right now, well. For the past several years, you you haven't been like a uh, a positive figure to your to your fans, but your fans don't don't give a fuck about all that. They, they just want you to keep on ma- making music. Um, my my heart goes out to all the families um, whose whose uh, members have passed away, and for the hundreds of people who were injured yeah. um, during this two day festival, it's it's very disheartening. And for Travis Scott. I got nothing to say to, to, to that man right there. Um, I just know that he's in a world of trouble right now, and I do not know. I don't think any celebrity is going to be there to help him out. Well, except for, except for the super rich family that he's married into. But oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, other than money that, yeah. Out of <laughs> purse. But I, they but used I, to demonic black men. Uh, yes, indeed. Indeed. And, uh, you know, as far as me, like, I, I think it was kind of a like a belated realization because I was on Twitter and I checked the for you, uh, not the for you page, um, the trending page. Mm-hmm. And it was like one of the main, like the main story. Uh, but yeah. I didn't like, I just saw Travis Scott and Astroworld and I, I immediately like glazed over. I mean, I, I listened to some Travis Scott. Oh yeah, whatever. I, butterfly effect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and then I think it was when like you started sending some uh, Instagram posts to our, our group chat. And I was like, wait, what's going on and then I started and you know and then you were texting us uh, on iMessage so then it was like an avalanche effect and I realized oh like this is serious um yeah and I and and you know you I think as this as a as a celebrity who commands as much um passion as 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 Travis Scott clearly does right from his fans and who and who commands as much respect and like who has that much authority? You can't acknowledge that by being. You, you can't like be like, oh yeah, like my fans do whatever I say, and then also disavow responsibility for the for the tragedies that occur yeah. at your events. Uncle Ben shit. Great power comes with great responsibility. Literally, literally, <laughs> we were just talking about Spider Man, right? This is this is this is. I mean, like it's simple and it's cliche, but that is a fact. Like, um, you you can't. It it doesn't. It doesn't, it, yeah, it's not it's not logical. And I know that there are a lot of people who will say, we're having this conversation even at the dojo, like, um, you know, he's he's one dude, he's on a stage, performing for, like, however many people were it's there. It's 50,000. 50,000 people. You know, but, like, you have the responsibility to ensure everything. Your name is on the card. This is your show. It's coming on the your The UFC head, is responsible for the security of what goes on in their shows. Mm-hmm. The Knicks or Madison Square Garden is responsible. Un- in this house, under this roof, under, under, um, past these lines, yeah. we are responsible for your life with security, with whatever. They're responsible. World, Live Nation, and Travis Scott are responsible for security and how these people operate. And they should have listened to the police once, once they heard all these concerns, Travis Scott disregarded that. Like, oh, my friends are being fans. Like, it's lit. But it, they didn't anticipate or think about mm. this is the first big show after Since, COVID, yeah, yo. 
that's the other factor too. So everyone is inside yeah. these dormant little volcanoes, mm-hmm. and you have a bunch of little dormant volcanoes ready to erupt. Yeah, and 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 especially when you have a, a, a fan culture like Travis's, right, which encourages this outward display of like aggression and rage. You know, I'm I'm reading now. It's for the rages, like, bro. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm 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 picking this up from L.A. Times. Um, talking about some of his past concert chaos and even as recently as 2019 he posted a video on instagram of fans storming barricades at one of his shows and he says the youth them control the frequency everyone have fun ragers set tone when i come out tonight be safe rage hard an incongruous statement (laughs) those things can't happen at the same time and then and then he said ah and caption it with a cap, you know, capital, all capital letters. All that niggas does and is then, scream. Yeah, literally. And then uh, three people were hospitalized following a crowd stampede over security barriers at that same at that same festival. Um, and, and yeah, so that that's my whole thing with this, right? Is that like disregarding what he could have or couldn't have done during the show, even though, of course, what started to circulate after is a lot of footage of plenty of other musicians saying, "Stop! Someone needs help." Yeah. You know what I mean? And he had a video of him saying, "Stop! People need help," but. There's also um, footage of him doing his dance or whatever, and people are being like crowd surfed into an ambulance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's. I think I I just think regardless, once you see police lights in your crowd, the show is over. Like at least it's paused for a significant amount of time because there's definitely a video where they actually have the ambulance working its way through yeah, the crowd. Yeah, you see the flashing lights. Into happen, the, you so see that. You dude. can it's, see the lights. Yeah, like, and and it's a truck in your concert. Like that's not supposed to be there. He's not exactly. selling ice cream. Like you have to. <laughs> oh, this part of the show. <laughs> you have to. You have to. Um, and and he's you know. It's not like he's a kid, right? I think we have this he's idea. He's a grown man he's with a child. 30 another, years old. Another motherfucker who shouldn't be having no fucking kids. <laughs> Stupid. Plan B, motherfucker. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm getting very, very ghetto. But, no, but I, you I know, mean, hey. you're, respons- you're You're supposed to be a parent responsible. You're an influence on your child. What if this is your kid? You are a, a parent, bro. Children died at your concert. A little 10-year-old boy died of his injuries, was crushed at your motherfucking concert. Right. What is wrong with you? Yeah. Yeah, you don't know the kid is there, right? You know the kid is there, but you, you're holding responsibility for this, man. Yeah, come on. And I don't know what I don't know how he's taking this right now. And we all saw that like weird video that everyone is memeing. <laughs> like the memes are like, funny. yo, bro, <laughs> <laughs> the memes are funny. Listen, about this shit. It's so inappropriate, but listen, God, great, it's so funny. Great comedy comes from tragedy. Yeah, and niggas will not be stopped. When it comes to comedy, and this shit is funny. Like, what I just sent to the group chat was he's getting uh, charged for a $750 million. He's being sued for $750 million. And it's a black dude coming up behind a woman. And it's like, oh, yo, babe, can, can, can you take care of this for me? And baby, and Shorty's like, go get my purse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, I can't help but laugh at that. It's I, just wrong. I feel wrong. Like, I'm just like, damn, I shouldn't be laughing. At, like, people died, but, like, I think part of the difference, though. though, is that, especially when it comes to that, that uh, apology video he did, first of all, anytime you put a filter on something, it's immediately a joke. You can't, you can't record something put a black and white filter on it and still be serious about it like all the way you know what i mean there has to be a part of you that's like i'm doing this so that they think something he put the somber filter on it exactly and this is why i think when we make memes about that it's kind of punching up right because it's like i mean 
granted, it's like you a bitch, nigga. Yeah, You're not like, that sad about this, yeah, nigga. Exactly, like, and 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 you know he he uh, uh, like you said, we don't know how he's taking it, but that video certainly didn't seem very sincere. One of the funniest things I saw, everyone on TikTok is going wild with this. I wish I'd saved the video, but it was like people are basically doing a bunch of first person videos, right? Well, they'll like have a caption, and so one of them was like, oh. uh, they were giving out the stale pizza at, at school cafeteria today. And the guy's going into one of those, like, you know, those old black and white dotted, like, uh, 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 stall, bathroom stalls in middle school. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So he's going into one of those, and then he sits down, and the camera flips, and it's Travis Scott <laughs> rubbing his face. And then it's just, like, the wet, dookie-like sound effect. <laughs> like, just, like, just oh, God. in the toilet. Justin. I was Disgusting. like, I was like. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> also, a lot of the uh, the the promotion for the show had to do with like these kind Raging. of insinuations around in, death. In the shirt, See like, you on the you, other side. Will you survive tonight? Yeah. Da, 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 da. And that has been done, I'm sure, with like other possibly rock concerts. And then there's that whole the race thing. Like this happened here. This happened there. There's also like two different media outlets. Like there is a whole rock outlet that we are not aware of. Yeah, for sure. So we don't know what happens with them like that, but I'm sure same shit like this happens in their concerts and they get the same ridicule or they're responsible or whatever, or they take the same precautions or whatever. Or back in the 90s when rock was still, you know, crazy, Mm -hmm. there was stuff going on they had to deal with it. But the way Travis is doing it right now is not appropriate. Yeah, I mean, and and even some of the, the comparative footage we've been seeing is from rock groups. Chester Bennington... Um, stopping the oh, concert. Oh, poor R.P. to the guy. Yeah, uh, Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters stopping the concert. Kurt Cobain stopped the concert one time because he saw, I think, a woman getting uh, like sexually harassed in in like one of the, almost like in the front row of this. I've seen, yeah, show. I've seen. Also, before this happened, I've seen a lot of footage of yeah. concerts and niggas are like, Kurt "Yo, Kurt Cobain got off the stage. Kurt Cobain almost went up to the dude in the crowd, like you know, God, relax." Man. So. Um, the, the, these things are possible, and and I know that people have kind of a rags to riches affinity for Travis Scott, right? When you Why? look at when you look at some of his early concerts, and he, and this is a lot of artists, but he so was performing Jack Harlow for like, did it. No one, no one died. No one Jack died Harlow at the Jack Harlow concert. concert. Yes, I mean, knock on wood. Yeah, and Jack <laughs> Harlow just got popping, but yeah, for someone who just did that whole switch within the last like two years and was popping during COVID, and he's killing these shows right now. Yeah. Shit. I mean, I, I think that it's going to send up a flare for a lot of other artists, yeah, right? To, s- to always be mindful I've of... I've been seeing Tiana Taylor and SZA have been really, like, adamant, like, yo, this ain't going to be no... This ain't, this ain't going to be no Astral World. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. for real. You better behave yourself. And, and listen, not for nothing. I mean, yes, obviously the loss of human life, but there's also... Uh, you're going to be coming for that wallet. Yes. That's what they're going to come for. You know yes. what I mean? And and yes, Travis Scott is is, is well off, but he's, he's facing down the barrel of a lot of suits. It's more than 90 civil suits God damn. leveled against and Drake too. him in the org- Against Drake? Yeah, Drake, because Drake was on stage. He was. That's true. Mm, was he yeah. one of the organizers as well? No. Well, I actually, performing. I read that this and was... And Drake did this properly. He kept his mouth shut. <laughs> that white gene of his was active. <laughs> <laughs> he get kept involved it, in this mess. He's like, I am... <laughs> I just don't know about this. <laughs> I am... I am for the dust to settle a little bit, and he wrote a statement. Yeah, or he probably didn't even wrote it. Mm-hmm. A, a smart person wrote it <laughs> and put it on his Instagram and left it. Yeah. And Drake will handle it the way Drake does. He'll give money. He'll do whatever he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Drake will be fine. But Drake didn't do what Travis Scott did. 
which was some stupid shit. Well, I hear that this is another reason that Kanye decided to squash the beef because Travis is his brother-in-law, basically. And What's funny was Kanye called Travis Scott a copycat of Kid Cudi, Kanye, and ASAP Rocky. I thought that was the funniest thing I ever heard in my fucking life. I mean, he's not even wrong. It's, it's, you know, it's like, you're not even wrong. If the three of them performed a tri-fusion... You copy me, bro! You copy me, bro! <laughs> <laughs> Him saying that when he dies, he wants uh, them to put on his tombstone, my biggest mistake was signing Big Sean. That was Sean. terrible. Who takes shots at Big Sean? That Big Sean is the nicest man in rap. He don't do nothing but rap and then go home and suck on Janae Aiko's toes. That's all that man does. And it, and it's fine. Justin, <laughs> am I lying? Yo, Abad cannot. Abad pause. Abad can't even swallow his drink. I'm lying. Ooh, that's all that man does. He goes into the studio. Ah, like, I, I gotta go home. He's gotta go eat some groceries. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so crazy? What's up, bro? bro? She said this in an in interview oh, yes. that she does not like getting her ass eaten. That's a disappointment. She said it just it, it just rhymed. rhymed. <laughs> I needed to write a song, and everyone took it and ran with it. <laughs> And the radio host was like, so you don't actually like... She really could have really <laughs> said... Your salad but, she really, but she really could have said, eat the coochie like groceries. She really could have said, booty and coochie. Mm-hmm. The it at the end. Right. She really could have said, eat the coochie like groceries. There were so Can many videos being made like about groceries. So many vines about that one line. Mm-hmm. And it would be some dude just saying, you know, oh... We just know we just gonna have someone be like, "Oh no, I, I was actually lying. Like I don't like have my my, my butt eating my, my groceries. Like, but you gonna get it eaten today. Like this is this is what you said. This is what we gonna do. We this have it on record. <laughs> so make like a butter knife and spread them. Okay. <laughs> make like a butter knife and spread them. <laughs> um, Sorry, <but> professor. <laughs> <laughs> we I think have talked a bit before, Jude, about some of the historical comparisons that have been drawn between, like, okay, how rap influences the youth negatively uh, versus, like, how other forms of music does, right? And there's always been this negative uh, lens on rap as, like, a, in, in the way that it that it teaches um, youth to interact with each other, with society, whatever. Um, you know, that it encourages violence, what have you. Uh, and, and some of that might be true, you know? Obviously, we've, we talk about violence all the time on the podcast. Freddie yeah. Gibbs, Griselda, all We love violence. Yeah. But there's grown man violence. I went to a Griselda show, and West, uh, not West Side Gun, uh, Conway the Machine was like, yo, there's never any violence in our shows. Mm-hmm. And there was a fight that was about to happen. Two white dudes. Two 30-year-old white dudes there being stupid. There you go. You know, and when I go to these shows, and I'm, the only shows I've been to is like Davies... Some nigga shit happened there. Those were niggas being stupid. Okay, fair. Um, but Davies is Davies. Uh, Pusha T, Kendrick, uh, J Rock, all that happened. No stupid nigga shit happened. Yeah. No fights happened. No nothing happened. Those were fun, safe shows with some mosh pitting, with some wilding, but everyone was safe and cool. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I just think that obviously there is an amount of individual responsibility. There's absolutely amount that, of individual that responsibility. That we as consumers and the audience need to take with the stuff that we listen to, right? It's like you can listen to whatever you want, um, but you have to know how easily affected you are or are not by that music. We talked about how, um, the, you know, like punk rock, for example, um, there there is a, a his, you know, a, a correlation between that and like, it's listeners self-harming a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like that kind of thing is just as prevalent as like, you know, um, 
examples of outward violence, but we only really hear about like hip hop, I think, and, and violence are always packaged together in this way to make it seem like, you know, it's kind of like a, the anti-black agenda <laughs> in a way that in a way that you don't hear about with other genres of music. But the point is that anything can affect you. So it's when it's on you to understand your triggers and to understand and to, and to be uh, balanced in what you consume. And I think when we come to these live events, it's 100 percent, not 100 percent, but it is largely on the art on the artist to ensure the safety of their crowd. And uh, also the venue, also the promoters. Yeah, yeah. And, and also to, to recognize that the power that you hold goes a lot of ways. You know, it's not like you can tell your fans to do something and then you can't control them anymore. It's, it's, like, all, well, it's out of my hands. I, I told them to rage. I can't stop them now. I feel like all the, uh, all that Travis Scott worries about is his art. He's, I feel like he's a very selfish artist. Mm-hmm. It's about him and what he, and the environment that he wants to present and he wants to make. I mean, I, I don't know his whole freaking life or whatever, but it just seems to me the vibe I get from him is that he is just like those angsty white kids you know, that start raging and doing that punk rock shit. <laughs> yeah. You know? And, and the difference is that he's worth however much money. $300 million. Yeah, but that's just <laughs> the vibe he gives me. Yeah. It's just the vibe he gives me was he was just this, the weird black kid into all this wild shit and into Kid Cudi and into all that and he just gets drunk with what he wants to see. Like, he wants to be like those crazy rock shows mm-hmm. by any means necessary and he's just been wilding. Yeah. Yeah. He's drunk. He's drunk with his own power, and he's drunk with his own ego. You know what? It, it it's it's a wake up call. I think is 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 the moral of the story. It's an unfortunate one. Pack that nigga the fuck up. <laughs> Pack him up. Pack him up in a suitcase with the rest of your luggage. Put him on a plane. Send him to wherever Amelia Earhart, you know, got lost, and keep him <laughs> over there. <laughs> keep that nigga over there. Fuck him. Damn. Fair enough. I mean, hey, uh, I, I, there's nothing more I can say about this man, Travis Scott. Like he's, he's, he's already done so much damage and yeah. has corrupted the minds of a lot of his fans and especially his young fans as well. Because let's not forget that he did do a, a Fortnite concert. Um, he sure did. And oh my god, I guess that's why I tend to. Oh my god. Uh, I forgot about that. It was that. a Fortnite concert. The concert was actually um, pretty amazing. Not going to lie to you, but um, that's besides <laughs> the point. I might, I might um, listen to Sicko Mode. downloaded Fortnite for the concert. <laughs> I, might, I might listen to Sicko Mode still. Like, like just literally, ugh. he did the concert. It was like so many special effects, and then he dropped his new single in that concert mm. on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And so you have like all these new Travis Scott fans who are around that kid's age. So if these folks are saying like, why, 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 why are these kids showing up at this concert? Because they have Fortnite, I bitch. I forgot about yeah, that. That actually makes a lot of sense. That, so mm-hmm. Everyone's like, why are you bringing kids to a Travis Scott show? Because we they know him. Fortnite, nigga. <laughs> he performed for them, too. So Well, if he's not careful, I think after this, he's going to only be doing virtual concerts. Maybe. Right? that way. He's going to be a hologram like Tupac. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, I, I'll, show, I'll show you the, the concert after this. But it was just, it's, it's more so... Um, he needs to be stopped now because mm. if he gains like more more of a fan base, like folks gonna folks just like oh my god, like you know why why they doing it to him yeah. like this? Like if he 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 wasn't um 
they, they, they'll literally just come up with some stupid shit as to why he didn't stop his show. Yeah, um, yeah, which yeah. he should have done it in the first demonic, place. Because people are like, though, this is like a demonic it's know, not, sacrifice. It's, it's, like, it's no, not demonic. It's just no, stupidity. It's just, yeah. it's just stupidity. It's not being held accountable for your actions. It's being reckless. Yeah. It's not taking res- responsibility of the safety of the people that you care about and love so much. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, dang. <laughs> it's a good talk, y'all. Y'all are, y'all, y'all are uh, insightful and Fuck funny, Travis. as always. Be, let's uh, have a hack and rub. Pause. Oh, yes. Favorite oh, what we're Thanksgiving dish. What are you excited to eat? Okay. Oh. I know I'm not excited to eat some butt, but... I, <laughs> listen. <laughs> listen now. Hercules, <laughs> 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 Hercules. Hercules. <laughs> 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 that album is so that good. That album is amazing. All the cocaine. All the cocaine. Only nine songs, and they are bangers. That is how... You should have an album. Mm-hmm. It's not twenty songs, fifteen to twelve. Silk they Sonic kept it is at what we're nine. Perfecto. Yeah, nine beautiful. It's distilled. It's pure, like Coke. Yes. But go ahead. It is very pure. Like it's like a shot literally. of tequila. Like it's excellent. Like every, every single one of them, just it just tells a story. Mm-hmm. And like you know, it starts off all sweet and nice, and then smoking out the window comes in. Yo, smoking and out then the it window gets just yo. Hit. It hits so hard, yo. Deep in my soul. If this song came out last year when I broke over my old shorty, <laughs> oh my god, this he bitch paying the rent, paying for trips, diamonds on her neck, diamonds on her wrist. <laughs> oh my Jude god, I would have been, been on. I would have gotten a Cadillac. He would have been on that terrace yelling. <sighs> I was about to say, he would have been on the terrace every day smoking a, a big old stogie. With an Italian <laughs> shirt open. Word. <laughs> Looking at the Tony Soprano painting. So, my dish. Okay, so you want to just like, just me naming it. Just like, not just, one. Just, the, any, just a, anything that you're, you're excited you to, eat? to put on Bet. the plate. Okay, yeah. cool, 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 cool. So, um, it's going to be some baked mac and cheese, of course. Um, you know, nice little corner spot. And then, you know, get the candy M's with the marshmallows on top. And then we got the big, and then we got, you know, the collard greens that's on the side. You can't, you got to have the cornbread on the other side so that it wouldn't get too soggy because of that, because right. of that collard green right. juice. You feel me? Yo, this and is then, scientific. Exactly. Come on, now. You got to stay with me now. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, once you get that cornbread, you got to put that honey butter that's on top. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. it's good and so afterwards you know then you got to get um you got to get the turkey i love skin i love the skin that's all the turkey on, skin i on do anything not is just fantastic Interesting. i i i just it's a little weird when some people say i really don't like it okay you, you you're weird to me but um you know i put the turkey right there and then of course you can't forget about the mashed potatoes mm-hmm. but then you know for dessert uh, some rum cake rum okay. cake that's interesting rum cake is really good jude what about you well of course, the turkey. Now, I, I'm, it's the hottest take in the world. I like mac and cheese, but it's not my favorite thing in the world. I'm not always looking forward to mac and cheese. Okay. As an Italian, I'll take that. It, I just, I just prefer my pasta. Got it. A, a little more light. It's. Mm. It Americans, not just Black folks, but Americans like to OD yeah. on everything. Yeah. Uh, Italian is very subtle. Yeah. It's very nice and light. The sauce, light on the sauce. Mm-hmm. Light on it can be a little heavy on the cheese, but it's a delicate cheese. It's not just you've, you've you're seen. overwhelming me with cheese and just no. There's you've just seen Goodfellas, right? Of course. You know that scene where Paul Sorvino was slicing yes. onion. That's what you just made me think. Oh my my oh my god! Because like, yo, he's just 
I'm Paul Sovino was just like with the manicured the, nails, the delicate <laughs> in jail, <laughs> delicately slicing a, a stub of garlic yeah. with with a razor blade, just so beautiful. Just bro, that's like that's like a, what's it called? Uh, ASMR. That's a, that's mm-hmm. that's that's ASMR for Italian people. Mm. <laughs> and Miss D's stuffing is crazy. Oh, I forgot about stuffing too. Yo, yes. her stuffing. Stuffing hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, can, oh, and her candy yams are crazy as well. Uh, this is a, a woman's house that I go to uh, downstairs. You know, her sons used to babysit me, but I'm always in there for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? So her turkey always slaps. I'm with you on skin. I'm with you on white and dark meat. Mm-hmm. And I'm bringing uh, Italian uh, fucking uh, eggplant parmesan because yes. I want her to like give me. The, sign, the stamp of approval on my eggplant parm. Not just these shorties, mm. but I want her to give me the stamp of approval on my eggplant parmesan. Gotcha. But, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Um, hmm. For me, uh, I think the meal that, I mean, I've, I've said that this would probably be, if I had to choose a final meal, this is what it would be. This is like the most redneck thing I eat. Um, Uh-oh. Smoked turkey necks. Smoked turkey chopped necks. and stewed in a brew with collard greens. It takes like four hours to yes. do, but my yes. mom has done it a few times in my life. Sometimes she'll chop up some potatoes and throw them in there too. <laughs> and Anything just, with potatoes is crazy. And that's mm-hmm. the only way that I actually enjoy the flavor of turkey. Like the, when I Thanksgiving turkey by itself, I always... It'd be dry. Yeah, and I mean, obviously like, you know, it's not like my mom can't cook. Like she's she's very competent been, in the kitchen. But, but, but so the bird is my itself. Sister-in-law. Yeah, the bird itself. Yeah, like, and so, you know, it's, it's it seems like flavor doesn't stick to it as easy as chicken. In fact, my mm-hmm. mother... My, my mother? <laughs> in, <laughs> fact, mother. <laughs> in fact, my mom made mom. Uh, chicken, uh, I think the Thanksgiving, last Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving before last. She was like, we ain't doing turkey. I'm, I'm not worried. Let's just make two <laughs> two small uh, chickens. Cool. So, um, but yeah, smoked turkey necks, of course, baked mac and cheese. My sister-in-law has a pretty dangerous, like, five mac and cheese that she does. Yeah. So, you know. Um, so, call yes. up your arteries. Yeah, I've helped out with the yams in the past, so I might do that again this year. I like to, you know, uh, the past few years, I'd like to help out in the kitchen if I can. But, uh, in fact, my brother and my sister-in-law are coming up this uh, this year. Mm. They they split the holidays every year, and they and they reverse it. So, they'll do Thanksgiving with with uh, us and then they'll do Christmas with Carla's family or vice okay. versa um, and so they're doing Thanksgiving with us and uh, which means that my mom will definitely be helped um, at least by Carla what they might do sometimes <laughs> me and or my brother come into the kitchen and it's just them working and like get out of the room get, get out of the kitchen I swear to God like, I just want to help get out of the kitchen <laughs> Go talk. sit down. Go sit down. All right. Go watch football or something. Do what boys do. I don't like football. Go. You don't like. You don't ever be in the kitchen while they're cooking for Thanksgiving. You don't do it. Carl, about, about near about pick up the skillet and they check have, it. <laughs> they have head. like caution tape around the kitchen door. <laughs> for real. No, but uh, I'm looking forward to it, and uh, and and we hope that y'all have a, a bountiful Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, whoever you're celebrating with. We hope yes. that you feel safe and loved. We will be Warm back. and cozy. Please house hop. Yes. House hop to other people's places to get your place. But don't arrive empty-handed. Bring a bottle of wine. Bring a bottle of sherry. Don't bring no Casamigos in my house. And don't bring no motherfucking Hennessy. I nigga. swear for God. Okay, thank you very much. You heard them. <laughs> stay safe. Stay dangerous. Wear your condoms. I love y'all.